Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Inshallah, we'll be starting with the 11th just today. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يعتذرون إليكم إذا رجعتم إليهم قل لا تعتذروا لن نؤمن لكم قد نبأنا الله من أخباركم وسير الله عملكم ورسوله ثم تردون إلى عالم الغيب والشهادة فينبئكم بما كنتم تعملون سيحلفون بالله لكم إذا قلبتم إليهم لتعرضوا عنهم فأعرضوا عنهم إنهم رجس ومأواهم جهنم جزاء بما كانوا يكسبون يحلفون لكم لترضوا عنهم فإن ترضوا عنهم فإن الله لا يرضى عن القوم الفاسقين الأعراب أشد كفرا ونفاقا وأجدر أن لا يعلموا حدود ما أنزل الله على رسوله والله عليم حكيم ومن الأعراب من يتخذ ما ينفق مغرما ويتربص بكم الدوائر عليهم دائرة السوء والله سميع عليم ومن الأعراب من يؤمن بالله واليوم الآخر ويتخذ ما ينفق قربات عند الله ويتخذ ما ينفق قربات عند الله وصلوات الرسول ألا إنها قربة لهم سيدخلهم الله في رحمته إن الله غفور رحيم والسابقون الأولون من المهاجرين والأنصار والذين اتبعوهم بإحسان رضي الله رضي الله عنهم ورضوا عنه وأعد لهم جنات تجري تحتها الأنهار خالدين فيها أبدا ذلك الفوز العظيم وممن حولكم من الأعراب منافقون ومن أهل المدينة مرضوا على النفاق لا تعلمهم نحن نعلمهم سنعذبهم مرتين ثم يردون إلى عذاب عظيم وآخرون اعترفوا بذنوبهم خلطوا عملا صالحا وآخر سيئا عسى الله أن يتوب عليهم إن الله غفور رحيم خذ من أموالهم صدقة تطهرهم وتزكيهم بها وصل عليهم إن صلاتك سكن لهم والله سميع عليم ألم يعلموا أن الله هو يقبل التوبة عن عباده ويأخذ الصدقات وأن الله هو التواب الرحيم
وقل اعملوا فسيرى الله عملكم ورسوله والمؤمنون وستردون إلى عالم الغيب والشهادة فينبئكم بما كنتم تعملون وآخرون مرجون لأمر الله إما يعذبهم وإما يتوب عليهم والله عليم حكيم والذين اتخذوا مسجدا ضرارا وكفرا وتفريقا وتفريقا بين المؤمنين وإرصادا لمن حارب الله ورسوله من قبل وليحلفن إن أردنا إلا الحسنى والله يشهد إنهم لكاذبون لا تقم فيه أبدا لمسجد أسس على التقوى من أول يوم أحق أن تقوم فيه فيه رجال يحبون أن يتطهروا والله يحب المطهرين أفمن أسس بنيانه على تقوى من الله ورضوان خير أم من أسس بنيانه أم من أسس بنيانه على شفا جرف هار فانهار به فانهار به في نار جهنم والله لا يهدي القوم الظالمين لا يزال بنيانهم الذي بنوا ريبة في قلوبهم إلا أن تقطع قلوبهم والله عليم حكيم إن الله اشترى من المؤمنين أنفسهم وأموالهم بأن لهم الجنة يقاتلون في سبيل الله فيقتلون ويقتلون وعدا عليه حقا في التوراة والإنجيل والقرآن ومن أوفى بعهده من الله فاستبشروا ببيعكم الذي بايعتم به وذلك هو الفوز العظيم التائبون العابدون الحامدون السائحون الراكعون الراكعون الساجدون الآمرون بالمعروف والناهون عن المنكر والحافظون لحدود الله وبشر المؤمنين ما كان للنبي والذين آمنوا أن يستغفروا للمشركين ولو كانوا ولو كانوا أولي قربى من بعد ما تبين لهم أنهم أصحاب الجحيم وما كان استغفار إبراهيم لأبيه إلا عن موعدة وعدها إياه فلما تبين له أنه عدو لله تبرأ منه 
إن إبراهيم لأواه حليم وما كان الله ليضل قوما بعد إذ هداهم حتى يبين لهم ما يتقون إن الله بكل شيء عليم إن الله له ملك السماوات والأرض يحيي ويميت وما لكم من دون الله من ولي ولا نصير لقد تاب الله على النبي والمهاجرين والأنصار الذين اتبعوه في ساعة العسرة من بعد ما كاد يزيغ قلوب فريق منهم ثم تاب عليهم إنه بهم رؤوف رحيم وعلى الثلاثة الذين خلفوا حتى إذا ضاقت عليهم الأرض بما رحبت وضاقت عليهم أنفسهم وضاقت عليهم أنفسهم وظنوا ألا ملجأ من الله إلا إليه ثم تاب عليهم ليتوبوا إن الله هو التواب الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وكونوا مع الصادقين ما كان لأهل المدينة ومن حولهم من الأعراب أن يتخلفوا أن يتخلفوا عن رسول الله ولا يرغبوا بأنفسهم عن نفسه ذلك بأنهم لا يصيبهم ظمأ ولا نصب ولا مخمصة ولا مخمصة في سبيل الله ولا يطؤون موطئا ولا يطؤون موطئا يغيظ الكفار ولا ينالون من عدو نيلا ولا ينالون من عدو نيلا إلا كتب لهم به عمل صالح إن الله لا يضيع أجر المحسنين ولا ينفقون نفقة صغيرة ولا كبيرة ولا يقطعون واديا ولا يقطعون واديا إلا كتب لهم ليجزيهم الله أحسن ما كانوا يعملون وما كان المؤمنون لينفروا كافة فلولا نفر من كل فرقة منهم طائفة ليتفقهوا في الدين ولينذروا قومهم إذا رجعوا إليهم لعلهم يحذرون يا أيها الذين آمنوا قاتلوا الذين يلونكم من الكفار وليجدوا فيكم غلظة واعلموا أن الله مع المتقين وإذا ما أنزلت سورة فمنهم من يقول أيكم زادته هذه إيمانا 
فأما الذين آمنوا فزادتهم إيمانا وهم يستبشرون وأما الذين في قلوبهم مرض فزادتهم رجسا إلى رجسهم فزادتهم رجسا إلى رجسهم وماتوا وهم كافرون أولا يرون أنهم يفتنون في كل عام مرة أو مرتين ثم لا يتوبون ولا هم يذكرون وإذا ما أنزلت سورة نظر بعضهم إلى بعض هل يراكم هل يراكم من أحد ثم انصرفوا صرف الله قلوبهم بأنهم قوم لا يفقهون لقد جاءكم رسول من أنفسكم عزيز عليه ما عنتم حريص عليكم بالمؤمنين رؤوف رحيم فإن تولوا فقل حسبي الله فقل حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ألف لام را تلك آيات الكتاب الحكيم أكان للناس عجبا أن أوحينا إلى رجل منهم أن أنذر الناس وبشر الذين آمنوا أن لهم وبشر الذين آمنوا أن لهم قدم صدق عند ربهم قال الكافرون إن هذا لساحر مبين إن ربكم الله الذي خلق السماوات والأرض في ستة أيام ثم استوى على العرش يدبر الأمر ما من شفيع إلا من بعد إذنه ذلكم الله ربكم فاعبدوه أفلا تذكرون إليه مرجعكم جميعا وعد الله حقا إنه يبدأ الخلق ثم يعيده ليجزي الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات بالقسط والذين كفروا لهم شراب من حميم وعذاب أليم بما كانوا يكفرون هو الذي جعل الشمس ضياء والقمر نورا وقدره منازل لتعلموا عدد السنين والحساب ما خلق الله ذلك إلا بالحق يفصل الآيات لقوم يعلمون إن في اختلاف الليل والنهار وما خلق الله في السماوات والأرض لآيات لقوم يتقون إن الذين لا يرجون لقاءنا ورضوا بالحياة الدنيا وطمأنوا بها والذين هم عن آياتنا غافلون 
أولئك مأواهم النار بما كانوا يكسبون إن الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات يهديهم ربهم بإيمانهم تجري من تحتهم الأنهار في جنات النعيم دعواهم فيها سبحانك اللهم وتحيتهم فيها سلام وآخر دعواهم أن الحمد لله رب العالمين ولو يعجل الله للناس الشر استعجالهم بالخير لقضي إليهم أجلهم فنذر الذين لا يرجون لقاءنا في طغيانهم يعمهون وإذا مس الإنسان الضر دعانا لجنبه أو قاعدا أو قائما فلما كشفنا عنه ضره مر كأن لم يدعنا إلى ضر مسه كذلك زين للمسرفين ما كانوا يعملون ولقد أهلكنا القرون من قبلكم لما ظلموا وجاءتهم رسلهم بالبينات وما كانوا ليؤمنوا كذلك نجزي القوم المجرمين ثم جعلناكم خلائف في الأرض من بعدهم لننظر كيف تعملون وإذا تتلى عليهم آياتنا بينات قال الذين لا يرجون لقاء نأتي بقرآن غير هذا أو بدل قل ما يكون لي أن أبدله من تلقاء نفسي إن أتبع إلا ما يوحى إلي إني أخاف إن عصيت ربي عذاب يوم عظيم قل لو شاء الله ما تلوته عليكم ولا أدراكم به فقد لبثت فيكم عمرا من قبله أفلا تعقلون فمن أظلم ممن افترى على الله كذبا أو كذب بآياته إنه لا يفلح المجرمون ويعبدون من دون الله ما لا يضرهم ولا ينفعهم ويقولون هؤلاء شفعاؤنا عند الله قل أتنبئون الله بما لا يعلم في السماوات ولا في الأرض سبحانه وتعالى عما يشركون وما كان الناس إلا أمة واحدة فاختلفوا ولولا كلمة سبقت من ربك لقضي بينهم فيما فيه يختلفون ويقولون لولا أنزل عليه آية من ربه فقل إنما الغيب لله فانتظروا إني معكم من المنتظرين وإذا أذقنا الناس رحمة من بعد ضراء مستهم إذا لهم مكر في آياتنا 
قل الله أسرع مكرا إن رسلنا يكتبون ما تمكرون هو الذي يسيركم في البر والبحر حتى إذا كنتم في الفلك وجرين بهم بريح طيبة وفرحوا وفرعوا بها جاءتها ريح عاصف وجاءهم الموج وجاءهم الموج من كل مكان وظنوا أنهم أحيط بهم دعوا الله مخلصين له الدين لئن أنجيتنا من هذه لنكونن من الشاكرين فلما أنجاهم إذا هم يبغون في الأرض بغير الحق يا أيها الناس إنما بغيكم على أنفسكم متاع الحياة الدنيا ثم إلينا مرجعكم فننبئكم بما كنتم تعملون إنما مثل الحياة الدنيا كما إن أنزلناه من السماء فاختلط به فاختلط به نبات الأرض مما يأكل الناس والأنعام حتى إذا أخذت الأرض زخرفها وزينت وظن أهلها أنهم قادرون عليها أتاها أمرنا ليلا أو نهارا فجعلناها حصيدا فجعلناها حصيدا كأن لم تغن بالأمس كذلك نفصل الآيات لقوم يتفكرون والله يدعو إلى دار السلام ويهدي من يشاء إلى صراط مستقيم للذين أحسنوا الحسنى وزيادة ولا يرهق وجوههم قتر ولا ذلة أولئك أصحاب الجنة هم فيها خالدون والذين كسبوا السيئات جزاء سيئة بمثلها وترهقهم ذلة ما لهم من الله من عاصم كأنما أغشيت وجوههم قطعا من الليل مظلما أولئك أصحاب النار هم فيها خالدون ويوم نحشرهم جميعا ثم نقول للذين أشركوا مكانكم أنتم وشركاؤكم فزيلنا بينهم وقال شركاؤهم ما كنتم إيانا تعبدون فكفى بالله شهيدا بيننا وبينكم إن كنا عن عبادتكم لغافلين هنالك تبلو كل نفس ما أسلفت وردوا إلى الله مولاهم الحق وضل عنهم ما كانوا يفترون
قل من يرزقكم من السماء والأرض أم من يملك السمع والأبصار ومن يخرج الحي من الميت ويخرج الميت من الحي ومن يدبر الأمر فسيقولون الله فقل أفلا تتقون فذلكم الله ربكم الحق فماذا بعد الحق إلا الضلال فأنا تصرفون كذلك حقت كلمة ربك على الذين فسقوا أنهم لا يؤمنون قل هل من شركائكم من يبدأ الخلق ثم يعيده قل الله يبدأ الخلق ثم يعيده فأنا تؤفكون قل هل من شركائكم من يهدي إلى الحق قل الله يهدي للحق أفمن يهدي إلى الحق أحق أن يتبع أمن لا يهدي إلا أن يهدى فما لكم كيف تحكمون وما يتبع أكثرهم إلا ظنا إن الظن لا يغني من الحق شيئا إن الله عليم بما يفعلون وما كان هذا القرآن أن يفترى من دون الله ولكن تصديق الذي بين يديه وتفصيل الكتاب لا ريب فيه من رب العالمين أم يقولون افتراه قل فأتوا بسورة مثله وادعوا من استطعتم وادعوا من استطعتم من دون الله إن كنتم صادقين بل كذبوا بما لم يحيطوا بعلمه ولما يأتهم تأويله كذلك كذب الذين من قبلهم فانظر كيف كان عاقبة الظالمين ومنهم من يؤمن به ومنهم من لا يؤمن به وربك أعلم بالمفسدين وإن كذبوك فقل لي عملي ولكم عملكم أنتم بريئون مما أعمل وأنا بريء مما تعملون ومنهم من يستمعون إليك أفأنت تسمع الصم ولو كانوا لا يعقلون ومنهم من ينظر إليك أفأنت تهدي العمي ولو كانوا لا يبصرون إن الله لا يظلم الناس شيئا ولكن الناس أنفسهم يظلمون ويوم يحشرهم كأن لم يلبثوا إلا ساعة من النهار يتعارفون بينهم قد خسر الذين كذبوا بلقاء الله وما كانوا مهتدين وإما نرينك بعض الذين نعدهم أو نتوفينك فإلينا مرجعهم ثم الله شهيد على ما يفعلون ولكل أمة الرسول فإذا جاء رسولهم قضي بينهم بالقسط وهم لا يظلمون 
ويقولون متى هذا الوعد إن كنتم صادقين قل لا أملك لنفسي ضرا ولا نفعا إلا ما شاء الله لكل أمة أجل إذا جاء أجلهم فلا يستأخرون ساعة ولا يستقدمون قل أرأيتم إن أتاكم عذابه بياتا أو نهارا ماذا يستعجل منه المجرمون ثم إذا ما وقع آمنتم به الآن وقد كنتم به تستعجلون ثم قيل للذين ظلموا ذوقوا عذاب الخلد هل تجزون إلا بما كنتم تكسبون ويستنبئونك أحق قل إي وربي إنه لحق وما أنتم بمعجزين ولو أن لكل نفس ظلمت ما في الأرض لافتدت به وأسر الندامة لما رأوا العذاب وقضي بينهم بالقسط وهم لا يظلمون ألا إن لله ما في السماوات والأرض ألا إن وعد الله حق ولكن أكثرهم لا يعلمون هو يحيي ويميت وإليه ترجعون يا أيها الناس قد جاءتكم موعظة من ربكم قد جاءتكم موعظة من ربكم وشفاء لما في الصدور وهدى ورحمة للمؤمنين قل بفضل الله وبرحمته فبذلك فليفرحوا هو خير مما يجمعون قل أرأيتم ما أنزل الله لكم من رزق فجعلتم فجعلتم منه حراما وحلالا قل الله أذن لكم أم على الله تفترون وما ظن الذين يفترون على الله الكذب يوم القيامة إن الله لذو فضل على الناس ولكن أكثرهم لا يشكرون وما تكون في شأن وما تتلو منه من قرآن ولا تعملون من عمل إلا كنا ولا تعملون من عمل إلا كنا عليكم شهودا إذ تفيضون فيه وما يعزب عن ربك من مثقال ذرة في الأرض ولا في السماء ولا أصغر من ذلك ولا أكبر إلا في كتاب مبين ألا إن أولياء الله لا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون الذين آمنوا وكانوا يتقون لهم البشرى في الحياة الدنيا وفي الآخرة لا تبديل لكلمات الله ذلك هو الفوز العظيم ولا يحزنك قولهم إن العزة لله جميعا هو السميع العليم 
ألا إن لله من في السماوات ومن في الأرض وما يتبع الذين يدعون من دون الله شركاء إن يتبعون إلا الظن وإنهم إلا يخرصون هو الذي جعل لكم الليل لتسكنوا فيه والنهار مبصرا إن في ذلك لآيات لقوم يسمعون قالوا اتخذ الله ولدا سبحانه هو الغني له ما في السماوات وما في الأرض إن عندكم من سلطان بهذا أتقولون على الله ما لا تعلمون قل إن الذين يفترون على الله الكذب لا يفلحون متاع في الدنيا ثم إلينا مرجعهم ثم نذيقهم العذاب الشديد بما كانوا يكفرون واتل عليهم نبأ نوح إذ قال لقومه يا قوم إن كان كبر عليكم مقامي وتذكيري بآيات الله فعلى الله توكلت فأجمعوا أمركم وشركاءكم ثم لا يكن أمركم عليكم غمة ثم قضوا إلي ولا تنظرون فإن توليتم فما سألتكم من أجر إن أجري إلا على الله وأمرت أن أكون من المسلمين فكذبوه فنجيناه ومن معه في الفلك وجعلناهم خلائف وأغرقنا الذين كذبوا بآياتنا فانظر كيف كان عاقبة المنذرين ثم بعثنا من بعده رسلا إلى قومهم فجاءوهم بالبينات فما كانوا ليؤمنوا بما كذبوا به من قبل كذلك نطبع على قلوب المعتدين ثم بعثنا من بعدهم موسى وهارون إلى فرعون وملئه بآياتنا فاستكبروا وكانوا قوما مجرمين فلما جاءهم الحق من عندنا قالوا إن هذا لسحر مبين قال موسى أتقولون للحق لما جاءكم أسحر هذا؟ ولا يفلح الساحرون قالوا أجئتنا لتلفتنا عما وجدنا عليه آباءنا وتكون لكم الكبرياء في الأرض وما نحن لكما بمؤمنين وقال فرعون أتوني بكل ساحر عليم 
فلما جاء السحرة قال لهم موسى ألقوا ما أنتم ملقون فلما ألقوا قال موسى ما جئتم به السحر إن الله سيبطله إن الله لا يصلح عمل المفسدين ويحق الله الحق بكلماته ولو كره المجرمون فما آمن لموسى إلا ذرية من قومه على خوف من فرعون وملئهم أن يفتنهم وإن فرعون لعال في الأرض وإنه لمن المسرفين وقال موسى يا قوم إن كنتم آمنتم بالله فعليه توكلوا إن كنتم مسلمين فقالوا على الله توكلنا ربنا لا تجعلنا فتنة للقوم الظالمين ونجنا برحمتك من القوم الكافرين وأوحينا إلى موسى وأخيه أن تبوأ لقومكما بمصر بيوتا واجعلوا بيوتكم قبلة وأقيموا الصلاة وبشر المؤمنين وقال موسى ربنا إنك آتيت فرعون وملأه زينة وأموالا في الحياة الدنيا ربنا ليضلوا عن سبيلك ربنا اطمس على أموالهم واشدد على قلوبهم فلا يؤمنوا حتى يروا العذاب الأليم قال قد أجيبت دعوتكما فاستقيما ولا تتبعان سبيل الذين لا يعلمون وجاوزنا ببني إسرائيل البحر فأتبعهم فرعون وجنوده بغيا وعدوى حتى إذا أدركه الغرق قال آمنت أنه لا إله إلا الذي آمنت به بنو إسرائيل قال آمنت أنه لا إله إلا الذي آمنت به بنو إسرائيل وأنا من المسلمين الآن وقد عصيت قبل وكنت من المفسدين فاليوم ننجيك ببدنك لتكون لمن خلفك آية وإن كثيرا من الناس عن آياتنا لغافلون ولقد بوأنا بني إسرائيل مبوأ صدق ورزقناهم من الطيبات فما اختلفوا حتى جاءهم العلم إن ربك يقضي بينهم يوم القيامة فيما كانوا فيه يختلفون فإن كنت في شك مما أنزلنا إليك فاسأل الذين فاسأل الذين يقرؤون الكتاب من قبلك لقد جاءك الحق من ربك فلا تكونن من الممتدين ولا تكونن من الذين كذبوا بآيات الله فتكون من الخاسرين إن الذين حقت عليهم كلمة ربك لا يؤمنون ولو جاءتهم كل آية حتى يروا العذاب الأليم فلولا كانت قرية آمنت فنفعها إيمانها إلا قوم يونس لما آمنوا كشفنا عنهم عذاب الخزي في الحياة الدنيا ومتعناهم إلى حين (laughs) 
ولو شاء ربك لآمن من في الأرض كلهم جميعا أفأنت تكره الناس حتى يكونوا مؤمنين وما كان لنفس أن تؤمن إلا بإذن الله ويجعل الرجس على الذين لا يعقلون قل انظروا ماذا في السماوات والأرض وما تغني الآيات والنظر عن قوم لا يؤمنون فهل ينتظرون إلا مثل أيام الذين خلوا من قبلهم قل فانتظروا إني معكم من المنتظرين ثم ننجي رسلنا والذين آمنوا كذلك حقا علينا ننجي المؤمنين قل يا أيها الناس إن كنتم في شك من ديني فلا أعبد الذين فلا أعبد الذين تعبدون من دون الله ولكن أعبد الله الذي يتوفاكم وأمرت أن أكون من المؤمنين وأن أقم وجهك للدين حنيفا ولا تكونن من المشركين ولا تدع من دون الله ما لا ينفعك ولا يضرك فإن فعلت فإنك إذا من الظالمين وإن يمسسك الله بضر فلا كاشف له إلا هو وإن يردك بخير فلا راد لفضله يصيب به من يشاء من عباده وهو الغفور الرحيم قل يا أيها الناس قد جاءكم الحق من ربكم فمن اهتدى فإنما يهتدي لنفسه ومن ضل فإنما يضل عليها فمن اهتدى فإنما يهتدي لنفسه ومن ضل فإنما يضل عليها وما أنا عليكم بوكيل واتبع ما يوحى إليك واصبر حتى يحكم الله واتبع ما يوحى إليك واصبر حتى يحكم الله وهو خير الحاكمين صدق الله العظيم
Inshallah, Mufti Azim will be starting shortly.
بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم رب شرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يبقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا أما بعد Yesterday we spoke at the end extensively on the aspect of shubuhat and a little bit about shahwat, doubts and desires and expounded upon what uh, Ibn al-Qayyim rahmatullahi alayhi had uh, spoken about and written about in terms of de uh, def defining what a shubha is and the effect of it on the heart the effect of the shubha on the heart and the Prophet ﷺ, I want to move on to the next, next portion of this, but I wanted to mention one hadith yesterday. Uh, due to our time restriction, I couldn't. So I want to mention it, inshallah, today at the beginning of, of our dars. And that is the Prophet ﷺ said in hadith, Hudayfa radiallahu anhu says, I heard the Prophet ﷺ said, تُعْرَضُ الْفِتَنُ عَلَى الْقُلُوبِ كَالْحَصِيرِ عُودًا عُودًا that the trials and fitan will be presented upon the hearts like a straw mat. Udan ruda, line after line. Just like a straw mat is made out of line after line of straws that are, uh, that are tied together. Similarly, the fitan will come and the trials will come and they will be thrown and presented upon the heart. What does that mean? It means that just like when a person lies down on a straw mat or a chatai as we say in Urdu, it, after some time it will leave marks on his body. Similarly, uh, these fitan will leave a mark on the hearts. Even if the, if the fitan is not there, but just because a heart has been uh, Exposed to that trial, to that fitna, it will leave a mark on it. That's one meaning. Another meaning is just like the straw mat, the straw one after another follow each other. There's no gap in between. Similarly, towards the end of times, the fitnas will come one after another. No break in between. As soon as you think one fitna is over, another fitna will start. One fitna is over, another fitna will start. Additionally, just like these straw mats are man-made, similarly this fitna is also going to be man-made. And just like the straw mats are intertwined to one another and deeply connected with one another, similarly these fitnas will be intertwined with one another and connected with one another, one leading to the other. So those are various explanations of what it means what it means to have the black, I'm sorry, to have the uh, fitnas presented on the heart the way a straw mat is. Then the Prophet ﷺ went on to further to say, Whichever heart pushes the fitna away from his heart. Remember yesterday, we said Ibn, Ibn Taymiyyah's advice to Ibn Qayyim, Ibn Taymiyyah's advice to Ibn Qayyim, that how beneficial, how beneficial, uh, he said, there's no, no, nothing benefited me more than Ibn Taymiyyah's advice in terms of 
how to handle fitnas. And he said, don't keep on asking questions every single day. You know, we have a new question. Every single day, uh, we, we're wondering, uh, you know, with this issue, that issue, always asking new questions. Instead of that, he said, don't keep on, yani, do not keep on thinking about these questions. Instead, focus on, focus on refusing, rejecting it. Make your heart like a piece of glass. Remember that? Make it like a piece of glass. And just like the piece of glass, uh, uh, or uh, you know, the, the, the liquid will fall through, fall over it. Similarly, do not let the fitna penetrate. Do not let the fitna penetrate the hearts. Do not let the fitna penetrate the hearts. So this is what Nabi Sallallahu I was explaining to you what he said to Hudayfa radiallahu anhu. The fitnas will be presented the heart like a straw mat, line after line. So whichever heart drank it, right? Whichever heart absorbed it, a black dot will appear on that heart. And whichever heart pushes it away, refuses to accept it, rejects it, a white dot appears. A white dot appears in the heart. Until two different hearts will come about. One, he says, a heart that will become so white like a uh, a rock, a stone, a very smooth stone. Okay, a very smooth stone that is extremely, uh, that is extremely uh, white, uh, and that is um, uh, nothing. You know, nothing sticks to it like these gems. Hey, what's going to penetrate through that? So that's what happens to this heart. By keep on pushing away fitness, by keep on pushing away fitness, now this heart has become completely beautiful, clean, white, and like this gem won't take anything effect. What, what happens? Until the heavens and the earth are existing, nothing will harm this heart. Until the heavens and the earth are existing, nothing will harm this heart. Meaning basically till the day of judgment or till he dies, till he dies, nothing will harm him. Allahu Akbar. Next he says, وَالْآخَرُ أَسْوَدٌ mirbad." The other one keeps on sink, you know, uh, absorbing all the fitness, absorbing every new trend, absorbing every new opinion, until black dots upon black dots upon black dots, it becomes mirbadan kalkuzi. He says, it will become like a, a black and uh, gray, you know, like a ramad color, like a gray color. Kalkuz, it will be like a, a cup. And Majkhiya, yani, it will be upside down. Just like we have an upside down cup. You put it in, under the tap. No matter how long you run the tap, nothing will go inside that cup. Similarly, this heart that has become blackened will unfortunately also become like that. He explained, لا يعرف معروفا 
This heart will not be able to recognize right as right. And will not be able to recognize evil as evil. Won't know the difference. Will not be able to tell the difference between right and wrong. Except the only thing that this heart will recognize is that which has been fed to it. That which has been given to it. And the fitna. The only thing that seems right to this heart is the fitna that it's unfortunately exposed to. Besides that, nothing else will seem right. And no wrong will seem wrong. So I thought this hadith is very pertinent. Hadith of Sahih Muslim. Uh, the ulama write much more detail than this in terms of um, in, in terms of the translation and the explanation and the manifestation of this hadith usually in the chapters of fitan the chapters of trials and tribulations this hadith comes in so I thought this would be a really good way to end the discussion of uh, that we had started yesterday moving on he says وَأَقْلِلْ Imam Hasbi rahimullah says وَأَقْلِلْ حَوَائِجَكَ إِلَى النَّاسِ وَأَحِبَّ لَهُمْ مَا تُحِبَّ لِنَفْسِكَ He says, reduce and less decrease, decrease your, your dependency upon people. Decrease dependency upon people. And there is a hadith that is mentioned that Jibreel came to the Prophet and he said, Ya Muhammad, Live as long as you wish One day You have to leave this world and die You have to perish And love whoever you wish You have to part ways from them And do as you wish you are going to be rewarded for it. So live as long as you wish, you're going to have to die. Do as you wish, you will be rewarded, and for us it will be say, punished as well for it. And love whoever you wish, you're going to have to part ways from them. Know very well that the sharaf, the honor of a believer lies in tahajjud salah. Tahajjud is where our crown lies. Tahajjud salah is where we attain the unthinkable. Tahajjud is where all the needs that no one else in this world is able to fulfill. Any time of the day or night, we get those needs fulfilled. Tahajjud is a time where we achieve such amazing things that people sit back and say, Wow, where did you get that from? How did you attain that? What's your secret recipe? There is no secret recipe for success that you are aware of except that you spend your time in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at the time of tahajjud pouring your heart out in front of Allah beseeching Him and begging Him for His assistance and then you see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's assistance comes from places you can't even imagine Allah provides from places you can't imagine whoever puts his reliance upon Allah Allah shall suffice him Allah says, indeed, Allah will make sure whatever He has decided will happen. Whatever He has decided will be fulfilled. 
However, Allah has a set appointed time for it. It may not match with the timeline you have made for yourself in your mind, but definitely what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has destined must come to pass. No one can turn away. No one can push back from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's decision. So that's what the hajjud is. The hajjud is where the honor and the prize for a Muslim lies. And then he said, And the izzah, the prosperity, and the aspect of being respected in society will come from istighna'u'an-nas, from not extending your hand out in front of the people. Not hand extending. This is why I mentioned this hadith. Because it has to do with what we're talking about. Reduce your needs from the people. By making yourself self-sufficient and not asking people for things, this is how you'll become honorable and beloved in the eyes of the people. Awf ibn Malik Ajja'i radiallahu anhu mentions, he says, Kunna inda Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tis'a aw thamaniya aw sab'a. We were sitting with the Prophet sallallahu We were nine, eight, or seven. We were nine, eight, or seven people. فَقَالَ أَلَا تُبَايِعُونَ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ He said, are you not going to take a pledge of allegiance at the hands of the Prophet sallallahu وَكُنَّا حَدِيثَ عَهْدٍ بِبَيْعَةٍ So the Prophet sallallahu said, are you not going to take a pledge of allegiance at my hands? And we had just taken a pledge of allegiance at his hand. So we said, Ya Rasulullah, قَدْ بَايَعْنَاكَ Ya Rasulullah We have already taken a pledge of allegiance on your hands, Ya Rasulullah. What do you mean by that then? What do you mean that are, do you not want to take a pledge of allegiance? He repeated, Do you not want to take bay'ah? Do you not want to pledge allegiance at the hands of Rasulullah? We already done so, Ya Rasulullah. Are you not going to pledge allegiance at the hands of the Prophet? So now we said, There's no point in questioning him further. There's no point in asking, This is disrespect. Let's go ahead and extend our hands. So we extended our hands to the Prophet ﷺ. And we said to him, Ya Rasulullah, we have taken a pledge of allegiance at your hands. The Prophet ﷺ said, Okay, so rather, I'm sorry. They said, Ya Rasulullah, on what, on, on, yani, what, is our what is our pledge of allegiance going to be on? What is this pledge about? He said, you're taking a pledge of allegiance that you will worship Allah. You will not ascribe partners with Him. And you will establish the five prayers. And He said, You will obey. And then He said something softly. You can hear. And you will not ask people for anything. So this is it. That was what the bay'ah was. Yani the Prophet ﷺ was telling these group of Sahaba, Awf and Malik and them, that you, yes, you took a bay'ah on Islam. You took a bay'ah on Iman. You took a bay'ah on remaining a, a new Muslim, a convert. But there's many things besides that I want you to renew your bay'ah upon. So these are the things that they renewed their bay'ah about. So the Prophet ﷺ, after he mentioned Tawheed and Salat al-Khamsa and so forth, he said, do not ask anyone for anything. Then he mentions, فَلَقَدْ رَأَيْتُ بَعْضَ أُولَٰئِكَ النَّفَرِ Auf bin Malik al-Ashja'i says, I saw some people from that group, those seven, eight, or nine people, I saw some of them. What happened to them? يَسْقُطُ صَوْتُ أَحَدِهِمْ He is riding his conveyance, he is riding his camel or his horse, 
and all of a sudden his whip falls from his hand his whip falls from his hand فَمَا يَسْأَلُ أَحَدًا يُنَاوِلُهُ Yet he will not ask anyone to give him his whip. Instead, he desaddles, he gets off of the horse, gets off of the camel, walks towards where his whip fell off, picks it up, and then goes back onto the animal. When on the flip side of it, it would have been so easy for someone who was standing around there to be able to give the whip but they would not they would refuse to ask why is that dear listeners it's because they had taken a pledge of allegiance at the hands of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the sahaba radiyallahu that's how they were the, the sahaba radiyallahu that's how they were they were very adamant when they when they took a pledge of allegiance with the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam it really meant business it wasn't fake stuff. They, didn't, they, were, they were what they said they were. So here you go. They are taking a pledge of allegiance with the Prophet ﷺ. And they really follow it to the T. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you and I the ability to follow the footsteps of the companions of the Prophet ﷺ in their unwavering faith and their ability and their desire to follow every single instruction of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam no matter if it was easy for them or difficult for them so this is the concept of not asking people we're talking about just being self-sufficient Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves that people will love you as well Abu Sa'id al-Khudri radiallahu anhu mentions a group of the Ansar they came in Anasab al-Ansari Sa'adu Rasulullah in Anasab Abu Sa'id al-Khudri radiallahu anhu says a group of the Ansar asked the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa so he gave them and they came and they're asking for advice they're asking for advice I'm sorry, they're asking for wealth. They're saying, Ya Rasulullah, please give us some dirham. Give us some money. Then they asked him, and he gave them. Then they asked him, he gave them. This kept on happening. Until whatever he had all finished. I swear. The Prophet says, I, don't, I will not have any good, any wealth. I will never give preference to myself over you. It will never be that I will hoard some good and not give it to you. Never. Uh-uh. If I have it, I will share it with you. However, let me tell you one thing. Whoever tries to remain chaste, Allah will make, make him remain chaste. Whoever tries to remain chaste away from sin, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will allow him to remain free from sin. Especially the sins of lewinness. Whoever tries to remain self-sufficient and content with what Allah has given him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ensure 
that he becomes wealthy. If you do not ask and extend your hand out looking for handouts, Nabi is saying, Allah will make you rich. And whoever seeks patience, whoever tries to remain patient, whoever tries to remain patient, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant him the patience. Whoever tries to remain patient, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give him the patience. And no one has been given a gift more comforting, more expansive, more comfortable, more great than the gift of patience. This is what Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying. This is what Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying. So dear listeners, what are we seeing? What are we hearing here? We are hearing the Prophet ﷺ speaking about the importance of remaining steadfast and not asking people even if we have needs. And this is a very powerful sifa because we have trust in Allah. Only of course, obvious things you need to find directions. Then don't mean that, okay, I'm not supposed to ask directions. You know, those are the obvious things that are, that are there. Uh, we're speaking about needs that you, you, you are, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not kept it in the hands of someone. When it comes to a job, when it comes to something. Just generally, can you please help me out with this, help me with that. that first and foremost, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Once we've asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then we can use the means. Next he says, Love for them what you love for yourself. Love for, your, for them what you love for yourself. I don't know if the uh, uh, brothers here who are listening, brothers and sisters, if you think um, uh, it would be beneficial at times, Usually we keep the chat open just during the um, zakat workshop and the workshops like that. But uh, I'm thinking for, for daily talks like this as well. If you think it's beneficial for people to ask specific questions, not open Q&A because that is what I, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm covering a subject here. I cannot be going to different open Q&A here. But stuff that may come to your mind specifically regarding um, what I'm discussing here just so I know I'm connecting with the listeners and the listeners are able to get feedback from me and I'm able to get feedback from them, it will hopefully maybe make it a little bit more interactive and uh, beneficial for both, both of us. So I think the chat is open. If you, if you have any time a question uh, relevant to what we're discussing, please do maybe use that, inshallah. So the next thing he says is, Love for them, what you love for yourself. Love for the people what you love for yourself. Okay. So this is the way a Muslim is supposed to live. That always we want to treat people how people want to treat us. How you want people to treat you, that's how you got to treat people. When we are over-dependent on people, this results not only in upsetting people, uh, 
But we wouldn't want other people to be dependent upon us, right? Would we want 10 people to be asking us for 10 things every single moment? We'd say, please, I have a lot of my own things to do. Similarly, this is what we should love for others as well. That I don't keep on nagging them for things. Whatever I can take care of myself, I do it myself. And by becoming dependent on people in reality, not only are we wasting their time, guess what happens? We waste our own time. If we can learn how to take care of things ourselves, we will, wait, we will save a lot of time. We do not need what people possess. We need what Allah possesses. And people need to know that. So when we love for people what we love for self, people should realize that you're out there trying to benefit them. You're not trying to take from them, you're trying to give back to them. If we love for them what we love for ourselves, then we will make an effort to bring deen to them. We will make an effort to help them gain salvation. We will make an effort to help them build their relationship with the Prophet ﷺ. We will help them build their connection with the Sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. Okay. We will help them uh, prepare for Akhirah. This is what we're speaking about here. That ensuring we love for people, what we love for ourselves is that you worry about their dunya, deen as well as their dunya. And you dislike for them and hate for them what you hate for yourself. May Allah grant us the ability to internalize this. If we start internalizing this, we will see how quickly we will become beloved amongst the people. Then he says, Never look down upon a sin. Never consider any sin to be insignificant. This is a hadith of the Prophet ﷺ. لا تحقرن من المعروف. Sorry. لا تحقرن من المعروف شيئا. Don't look down upon any good deed. The hadith is speaking about. Do not look down upon any good deed. He is speaking about right now here. Do not look down upon any sin. What's the connection? You don't know what small good deed can get you into paradise. And similarly, we do not know which evil sin, although it may seem small, may end up leading a person to the depths of hellfire. We don't know. That is why we have to be super careful. In terms of good deeds, do not pass up any opportunity to good deed. We, small things matter most, they say. The small action that we may be doing for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is the thing that may get us to paradise. And the small sin that a person is so negligible, he's not even thinking about it. He's focused on all the great achievements he has. is not thinking about the sins he's committing. And it may be, unfortunately, that those sins are the ones that get us to the wrath of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A poet says something beautifully. He says, He says, leave the sins, be it small or large, be it minor or major, leave all of them. That is the true meaning of taqwa. That is the true meaning of God consciousness. When you leave the good and the, the small and the minor and the major sins, all. وَاصْنَعْ كَمَاشٍ فَوْقَ أَرْضِ الشَّوْكِ يَحْذَرُ مَا يَرَى 
and lead your life like the one who is walking on a bed of thorns. Not a bed of roses, but a bed of thorns. What happens? He is so careful where he puts his step, where he takes his next step and where he puts his foot down. Very careful ensuring that he doesn't get a thorn in his stuck in his feet. لا تحقرن صغيرة The poet says, do not look down on any small minor deed of sin. Why? إن الجبال من الحصاء Because mountains after all are made up of small pebbles. Pebble after pebble, pebble after pebble, and you, eventually you have a huge mountain. So these small minor sins may end up leading us to major sins. Another poet, he gives the example of a minor sin like a ember. When you have a, how do, how do these uh, huge, horrendous forest fires start? It's usually after some camper had a grill, a barbecue, and he finished and he put everything away, didn't realize that one charcoal was still left burning. Or a person after he, he you know, finished up with his smoke, he threw his smoke away thinking that, his cigarette away thinking that it's been ignited, that, it, that, that it's been extinguished. From the butt of a cigarette, from one small match that a person lights something and throws it, from one remaining burning ember, of, from amongst hundreds of embers, an entire forest fire starts that rages for months, destroys thousands of homes, and hundreds of thousands of acres are destroyed and burnt down. And it all started off from one spark, ek chingari, <coughs> one spark. Similarly, these sins are like sparks. We do not know which one Allah forbid. We don't know which one Allah forbid could be the come could be the means of our destruction. Do not expose anyone's secret. Imam Muhasibi mentions this right here. You wonder why? Why is he mentioning after do not look down upon a secret? Do not look down upon your sin? And then he says do not expose a secret. Because exposing a secret, it may happen so easily. You may not realize it, but it may upset someone immensely. It may hurt someone immensely. It may adversely affect someone immensely. And because of that, we will fall from the esteem of Allah. Because of that, we will get into deep trouble. Not realizing that is oh it's just a secret. No, it's not just a secret. This is something big. If someone shared something, the Prophet has mentioned to us that if a person, man speaks and then he leaves. A person comes in the gathering, he says something and then he stands up and he leaves. The Prophet said, what he has said is a sacred trust. What he has said is a sacred trust. Make sure we don't share that with anyone. Ask ourselves how commonly in our society, in our community, we do not follow this advice. Idar kibat udar, udar kibat idar. Right? From here to there, we're carrying tales or just random news. And you wonder, how did what I shared with one person, how come the whole community, the whole, everyone knows about it? That's what it, they say if you want a secret, if you want to bring it, if you want to expose something, you want everyone to be speaking about something, you want it to get spread like wildfire, uh, like wildfire, tell them it's a secret. Don't share with anyone. And that's exactly what triggers some shaitan in the brain that says, oh, I have to go tell everyone. Right? We know who we are. We realize it. This is our weakness. May Allah protect us and save us. He, this is why Imam Muhasib brought this right after Wala Tahkiran Do not 
look down upon a sin and right after that never divulge a secret next he says wala tuhaddithanna nafsaka bi khati'atin never contemplate committing a sin do not speak to yourself about committing a sin do not speak to yourself about committing a sin wala tusirranna ala saghiratin and do not remain adamant do not remain persistent regarding committing a minor transaction i'm sorry minor transgression so we're, 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 we are being taught here by Imam Hassan that do not sit there and talk to yourself and, and, and think about how you're going to enjoy the sin and what are the methods and etc. This is something that not only do not commit about, do not commit it, do not even entertain those thoughts, do not even speak about it. And then when a mistake happens, like a minor sin, لا تصرنا, do not do israr of it, do not remain persistent. This is one of the signs. And rather, this is one of the conditions for tawbah to get accepted. Is the person adamul israr? A person must ensure that he is not consistent and steadfast on his sin. Otherwise, if a person is sinning and then repenting, but he does not give it up and he remains steadfast on his sin, unfortunately, then his tawbah is in jeopardy, big time. So it is not sufficient to simply say, I'm gonna, I'm, I feel bad about this. We have to immediately stop committing the sin. And this is inshaAllah one of the ways of, one of the conditions of, prerequisites of tawbah. And run towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Seek refuge in Allah during the times of need. Seek refuge of Allah in the times of need. Acknowledge your need for him in every situation. And rely upon him in every affair. Rely upon him in every affair. Inshallah, this is where we will stop today. And we will have some dhikr and dua. Uh, be, uh, before that, we'll make some announcements. Inshallah, we have finalized for this Saturday. This Saturday, we will have our weekly Urdu program. But instead of having it at 2 o'clock, instead of having it at 2 o'clock as we've been having it for the past two weeks, we will be having it at uh, 12, inshallah. So, um, alhamdulillah, my Ustad, Mawlana Abbas, and Mufti Minhaj's teacher, and many of our Ustads of Darussalam's teacher from Darulun Zakaria, South Africa, had joined you for the past two Saturdays, I encourage all the Urdu-speaking brothers and sisters, if you missed the Urdu talk on Saturday, please go ahead and listen to it. Alhamdulillah, the few who did have messaged and have shared how much they appreciated, how much they immensely benefited from his pertinent, beautiful, powerful advice that he shared. We had a Urdu nasheed as well, and a qiraat. So the past two Saturdays, we've been having our teachers from South Africa joining us. Inshallah, this Saturday we'll have one of my teachers uh, from Pakistan uh, who is the Ustad of Bukhari Sharif. has been teaching for decades, Bukhari Sharif, and he is one of the most senior teachers in the madrasa of Mawlana Tariq Jamil. When I studied in Mawlana Tariq Jamil's madrasa in 2001, he was my Ustad, he was my teacher. And it, that was, the madrasa had just begun at that time. Now, of course, he has many, many branches and so forth, and the madrasa has become huge. But I was part of the first class. And uh, Alhamdulillah, Mawlana Ubaidullah, 
uh, was a teacher from then, and he is now the lead head teacher of Sahih Bukhari in the Madrasa. A very honorable person. Alhamdulillah, I've been blessed to spend Hajj and Umrah with him a few times, and I've, I'm spiritually connected with him as well. So, inshallah, he has re- accepted my request, and he will be joining us from Pakistan after his tarawih at night. It will be late at night for him. So, I want all of you, inshallah, ta'ala, to be joining this program uh, on Saturday. Additionally, on Sunday, after Salatul Dhuhr at 2 p.m., like the way we usually have the zakat seminar, similarly, just like that, at 2 p.m., inshallah, ta'ala, this Sunday, please mark your calendar. We will be having our very first uh, virtual fundraiser uh, that we have never, we've, we've never tried this before, but we will try our best, inshallah. Uh, the purpose of it will be uh, to cover up the maintenance of the masjid. We will be covering basic cost of electricity, uh, gas, uh, carpet vacuuming for the, for the whole year. You will have an opportunity, $50. small amounts, big amounts, once for one month or for 12 months. Really uh, beautiful for the entire community. This is not for the certain class of people. This is for everyone. So please, I request you all that you are uh, Darul Salaam. You are the beneficiaries of Darul Salaam. You are the Musallis of Darul Salaam. You are our patrons. I request you to, of course, I know all of you will come on Saturday, Sunday, 2 p.m., but along with that, try to get another 30, 40 people. The more, the merrier. It will be inspirational. We'll have lots of du'as. We'll have a nice talk. We'll have qiraat. We'll have, you know, as always, we won't keep it boring, inshallah. We'll try to keep it as engaging as possible. Um, and so this is going to be 2 p.m. on Sunday. Very, very important. It's going to be for the maintenance of the masjid. Please do not let us down. This is the first time we're trying it. We want to have success. And I'm going to be announcing it every night, uh, inshallah, here. So 2 p.m. on Sunday uh, with... All of us here, Mufti bin Haj, myself, inshallah, Mulan Farhan, and a few others, guest speakers who are trying to join us for this Sunday, uh, 2 p.m. for the maintenance of the masjid. And Saturday, alhamdulillah, we just received confirmation that we have one amazing, another amazing guest joining us, Brother Khalid Mahmoud, who was um, um, a, 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 the, uh, he used to sing nasheeds with Junaid Jamshayd, rahmatullahi alayhi. He sings like him, he looks like him. MashaAllah, he has beautiful nasheeds. He sang a powerful nasheed regarding the coronavirus too. So he will be joining us live as well, inshallah ta'ala, this Saturday at 12 o'clock. So the flyers, etc. will be shared later on, but I hope, heads up, you guys, you all can plan for this, um, uh, inshallah, for this Saturday and Sunday, two amazing programs. Please face the qibla, get prepared for your iftar, uh, face the qibla, inshallah, close your eyes. You can make dhikr out loud if you wish, you can make dhikr softly, um, inshallah, and then conclude with a dua. لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لا إله إلا الله 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 
محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لا إله إلا الله 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 محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الله 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 لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم صلى الله على محمد 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 صلى الله عليه وسلم استغفر الله 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 
استغفر الله استغفر الله استغفر الله استغفر الله استغفر الله استغفر الله استغفر الله استغفر الله استغفر الله استغفر الله استغفر الله استغفر الله الذي لا إله إلا هو الحي القيوم وأتوب إليه بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم انت السلام ومنك السلام وتبارك ذا الجلال والاكرام اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك انت كما اثنيت على نفسك اللهم يا حي يا قيوم يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث اصلح لنا شأننا كله ولا تكلنا الى انفسنا طرفه عين اللهم يا حي يا قيوم اللهم يا حي يا قيوم اللهم يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث اصلح لنا شأننا كله ولا تكلنا الى انفسنا طرفه عين يا اله العالمين يا رب العالمين يا حي يا قيوم منزول بك كل حاجة منزول بك كل حاجة منزول بك كل حاجة اللهم يا حي يا قيوم صلي وسلم على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم يا إله العالمين يا إله العالمين وأعسك يا الله تأكسبت our fast, O oh Allah, we ask you to accept our fast. O oh Allah, we ask you to accept the khair and the good that we have done. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, whatever khair and good, Ya Allah, we are doing, it is only because of you. O oh Allah, no one is allowed to fast. No one is able to fast without your permission. O oh Allah, those who are fasting are fasting because you have allowed them to do so. O oh Allah, those who are paying, praying are praying because they have, they, you, you have allowed them to do so. O oh Allah, those who are giving the sadaqah and zakat are doing so because you have inspired them to do so. O oh Allah, those who are kind to their parents and kind to their children spouses and are fulfilling the rights of one another oh allah they're doing so because you have you have enabled them to do so oh allah we ask we allah to continue to grant us tawfiq to continue to grant us tawfiq oh allah we ask you to grant us ya allah the tawfiq ya allah to make the nights the best nights oh allah allow us to value every night of ramadan and allow every night to make it as though it's laylatul qadr oh allah allow every single day of ours to go whereby at the time of iftar we are not only happy at the fact that we can break our fast and enjoy good food, but beyond that, we are happy that we know deep down that we have earned your pleasure. In the heart, we are happy that we have changed some bad habits. In our heart, we are happy that we have been able to give up some bad habits. In our heart, that we are happy that we have been blessed to be able to spend this day in a most amazing, productive day. Ya Allah, let every fasting person feel the sense of satisfaction at the time of his breaking of his fast. Let him feel, let her feel the sense of satisfaction, of obedience to you. Let them be able to feel the enjoyment of staying hungry and thirsty for you. Ya ilaha al-alameen, ya ilaha al-alameen. We ask you, Allah, to grant us the akhlaq of Rasulullah Oh Allah, we ask you to be, allow us to become a husband like, like Rasulullah was. And allow us to become, allow the women to become like the wives of the Prophet and the daughters of the Prophet Oh Allah, allow all of us to become, ya Allah, parents like the Sahaba were and like the, and the fatherly figures the way the Prophet was. Oh Allah, allow us all to become Ya Allah uh, Ya Allah amazing children to our parents the way the companions were to their parents Oh Allah, we ask you to grant us the akhlaq of Rasulullah Sallallahu Oh Allah, grant us softness, grant us mercy. Oh Allah, we ask you, Allah, to grant us a beautiful tongue that becomes a means of joining the hearts and not a means of destroying the hearts. Oh Allah, we ask you to grant us a tongue that will bring the hearts together, that will bring people towards one another, that will bring people towards you. Ya Allah, we ask you, Allah, to put effect on our tongues that it becomes a means of connecting people to you. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, we say we seek refuge in you from a t- in a tongue that will become a means of pushing people away from you pushing people away from one another and pushing people one from ourselves oh allah we ask you allah to grant us the ability ya allah to seek knowledge that will grant uh, that will guide us 
and allow us to differentiate between what is halal and what is haram. Oh Allah, make every one of us a student of knowledge. Oh Allah, make every one of us a student of knowledge. Oh Allah, please allow our sons and daughters to become knowledgeable. Ya Allah, do not make us from amongst those people. Oh Allah, who have been deprived of memorizing even a few surahs of the Quran, who are deprived of knowing the fard of wudu, who are deprived of knowing the fard of salah. Oh Allah, who are un- incapable of performing salah, even though they are born Muslims. Ya Allah, save us from falling into that plight. Oh Allah, save us from falling into that plight. Oh Allah, all those who are in that situation, allow them to come out of that situation. Allow them to get guided. Ya Allah, this blessed month of Ramadan is here. Every day we have a hundred or so plus people joining for the dhikr and the dua. Oh Allah, but there are millions and millions of Muslims who are not observing Ramadan, who are not fasting. Oh Allah, 11 days have gone by, they have not fasted a single day of Ramadan. Oh Allah, 12 nights of Ramadan have gone by, they have, uh, they have not, Ya Allah, they have not they have not performed salah once oh Allah not only they have not performed salah tahajjud salah once or, or tarawih salah once they have not had the tawfiq ya Allah to perform even one fard salah in this month oh Allah those people are right around us they are within the community they are amongst our families and relatives oh Allah oh Allah we ask you to have mercy upon them oh Allah if you do not have mercy on that, on that group of people now then when will they have mercy oh Allah I, oh Allah there were so many oh Allah there were so many people whose deen was left only for Ramadan. Oh Allah, they expected to gain your mercy in this blessed month. Oh Allah, they never visited the entire year, the masjid. But they would religiously show up, oh Allah, in the nights of Ramadan. And they would try to make up for the losses incurred for the 11 months of the year. Oh Allah, now the masjid is closed. And they do not have an opportunity to come in any part of the masjid and shed their tears. Oh Allah, they do not find a place to come and connect with you. Oh Allah, there were so many people, Ya Allah, that Ramadan was the only time for them to pick up the Mus'haf and listen to the Qur'an being recited in the masjid. It would motivate them, O oh Allah, to recite the Qur'an. O oh Allah, now that the Taraweeh has not done publicly. O oh Allah, now that the Jum'ah is not done publicly. O oh Allah, now that the Masajid are closed. Those millions of souls whose only opportunity for them to connect with you was Ramadan, in public Ramadan. O oh Allah, those doors have closed upon them. O oh Allah, Shaitan Iblis is making a strong effort upon such souls. O oh Allah, I beg you. I beg you, Ya Allah, for the love that you have for Rasulullah and for the love that we have for Rasulullah. O oh Allah, I beg you, Ya Allah, in lieu of the fikr and the concern Rasulullah had for his ummah. O oh Allah, we ask you, Ya Allah, please. O oh Allah, do not allow Dajjali fitanas and shaitan to overtake these, uh, these, these ummatis of Rasulullah. O oh Allah, allow all of these loved ones of Rasulullah, those who are on the verge of leaving the deen, those who are far away, Ya Allah, allow them, Ya Allah, to be enshrouded in your mercy. O oh Allah, O oh Allah, your mercy knows no bounds. You yourself say in the Quran, Wasi'at rahmati kulla shay, that my rahma, my rahma encompasses everything. O oh Allah, everything it encompasses. O oh Allah, so most definitely it encompasses the reciter of La ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah. O oh Allah, we ask you to have mercy upon our souls. And all of these brothers and sisters' souls. O oh Allah, brothers have requested to make dua for people who are sick in the community. Fathers of, of our friends who are sick. O oh Allah, O oh Allah, we ask you to grant all of them shifa. Some who have passed away, Ya Allah, we ask you, Ya Allah, to grant them Jannat al-Firdaus. O oh Allah, we ask you, Ya Allah, have mercy upon the thousands of Muslims who have been affected by this epidemic, especially in the state of New York and the city of New York. O oh Allah, we ask you, Ya Allah, O oh Allah, we ask you, Ya Allah, to have mercy upon those Muslims and upon those immigrants, have mercy upon their families. O oh Allah, O oh Allah, we ask you, Ya Allah, we ask you, Ya Allah, Allah, 
to grant us, Ya Allah, the khayr and the barakah of Ramadan, even though we are not able to congregate in the masjid. Oh Allah, we ask you, Allah, to grant those souls who are on the ventilators, who are in the hospital wards, or who are sick in quarantine right now, and who are, who are feeling miserable, allow them to also enjoy the blessings of Ramadan. Oh Allah, they may not be able to fast, they may not be able to stand up in qiyam, oh Allah, but they are sincere people, and your mercy is more than anything else, Ya Allah, that they are hoping for. Oh Allah, we ask you to grant them your mercy, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, we ask you to, all these talks that are taking place, and that we're listening and speaking, oh Allah, please do not make these words a proof against us on the day of judgment. Oh Allah, do not make these words a proof against us. Rather, inspire all of us to practice on what we are speaking and what we are hearing. And oh Allah, make these words a proof, a proof for us on the day of judgment. Accept the du'as of all those who have asked us for du'a. Oh Allah, whoever had a khatam today, make this du'a a du'a of khatam al-Qur'an. And make it all of these du'as accepted. Grant us all the good that Rasulullah had asked you of. We seek refuge in you from all the refuge, from all the evil that the Prophet Sallallahu has sought refuge in you from. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifoon. Wa salamun al-mursaleen. Wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Amen.